else's car. Oh yeah, it's like Grand Theft Auto. And then, yeah, but then he enters a cutscene still in that car. So the person he's with in the car is in the cutscene with him. <laughs> So it's like one of those it's just one of those games that's like you could clearly tell the budget was not there for this game and they did what they could yeah it looks like though like from other screenshots they did try and do different game styles because it looks like he's flying at some point he has well, like his little like thing with calling these, guns and stuff that's kind of a thing with a lot of these tie-in games they always try a ton of oh like additional bill there's a death compilation b-movie death scenes <laughs> Great. <laughs> I kind of want to watch. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's going to pick up on the microphone. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Hopefully you didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to watch that after the podcast. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Just, I'm curious. Also, like, well, I don't know why, but what are the. <laughs> screenshots they chose to make this thumbnails him making like an like an o face it's like ew that movie was like jerry seinfeld's weird acid dream or that something, was jerry seinfeld's like magnum opus that was his greatest <laughs> Also known as the Barbecue Games on Instagram. And I'm Alex, his sister, who brings only chaos. And together we are the Gaming and Collecting Podcast, a mostly video game centered podcast. But half the time, we just talk about anime. <laughs> and that collecting thing, well, that's mostly just an implication at best. So come along and enjoy us on this adventure as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been? Well, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, I have some exciting news that I have been saying, hinting at for the past couple of weeks. And by the time this podcast comes out, it will already have happened. But today was my last day at my current job. Yay. <laughs> and on Monday is the first day at my new job. That's good. I You're guess. supposed to go, yay, with more enthusiasm this time. <laughs> Try again. If if I do, I'm probably gonna hack up a lung. So. <laughs> oh yeah, Bill's Bill's not feeling great this week. He's a little phlegmy. Not really phlegmy. I just have. So if anyone's wondering why my voice sounds weird, I have. I'm coming off of, like, the end of a bad cold, so... Yep. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But new job! Woo! Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> so, other than that, how's, how's your week been? Uh, well, it's been slow, because my boss can't really... Well, my old boss now, uh, he couldn't really give me a lot of work, because, like... If he gave me a lot of work and then I didn't finish it, it would just, like, be him picking up all the pieces. And so it was kind of silly. So I kind of just did a lot of little things and it went by really slow. Yeah, sounds like a experience, to say the least. How was your week, Ben? Uh, well, kind of miserable because I was dying for most of it. But Yeah. I had to take Wednesday off just because I wasn't... <laughs> 
it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Well, better to be safe than sorry, you know? Take the Wednesday off and... Yeah. Sucks, too, because it's like this week hasn't helped, too, because it's been, like, either cold or hot or cold or hot. I know. It's bonkers, too, because tomorrow's supposed to be, like, 50, and then it's going to drop, and then it's going to snow on Sunday. Supposedly. It's saying, like, 50% chance of snow. Oh, yeah. Well, there's still, like, it's still bonkers that it's going to be, like, 50, and then there's a snow chance. It's like, what the heck? Yeah, but even then, it's going to be, like, 30, so even then, it's not going to be, like, oh, yeah, super no. freezing. No, no, I... I know that, but still bonkers. Yeah. No, it's like that's New England for you. Yup. Yeah, so I've been living through that wonderful hell, I guess you could put it. A wonderful life of having a cold. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I haven't got. Last time I got sick was. 2019, I think. Yeah. No, I mean, I like thinking about it, I haven't really gotten sick, so knocked on some wood that uh, I won't get sick anytime soon. Yeah. And usually you're the one who gets sick every week, so. I know. Every year. I always bring the sickness into the house, but, you know, I I don't live there. And... You also haven't been living here for a couple of years. Maybe <laughs> that's why we haven't got sick. <laughs> Maybe. But I also haven't got sick, so... Yeah. But I think a lot of that has to do with, like, a lot of the times I got sick is because I was in, like, school and, like, surrounded by people 24-7 who gave me the sickness. And then I passed the sickness on to you guys, so, <laughs> whenever I came home. Yeah. Possible. Possible. Other than that, other than that, I guess, um, are you drinking anything this podcast? I am. I made... I made another Moscow Mule because they're my favorite. And now that I figured out how to make it, it's easier to just buy some ginger beer and then have a thing of vodka and lime juice and just make my own. I love it. <laughs> so I was adventurous at the liquor store today and I bought a Kentucky Vanilla Barrel Ale. Oh. How is it? It's okay. Is it vanilla-esque? Like vaguely, it's it tastes like a beer. Hints of vanilla. I might get the just the straight up like Kentucky bourbon ale next time. They had a hmm. different kind. Okay. It was very. It was kind of far in the back, and I didn't want to reach for it, so I just grabbed this one because it was closer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I've I've caught up on a lot of anime this <laughs> this week. I know you've been doing so well. Please. Please explain to the audience. Well, I finished Golden Time. Yes. That's off the list. How? What did you think of a ten, of a ten out of ten scale? What do you, What do you think? I gave it an eight. It was a good slice of life. All right. All right. Had a complete story. Didn't really leave anything off. Wasn't too long. Wasn't too short. No, it was only twenty four episodes. Pretty oh, okay. Decent. Yeah. So like just um, right. Yeah. I finished uh, the first season of Comey. I can't communicate. Nice. What did you think? Was How was the dub? Good. Yep. For for a net, um for a Netflix dub, it was pretty good. Yeah. No, Netflix has been doing some pretty good dubs. I will say. Their dubs are good, but they're really lazy with what they translate. <laughs> mm. 
Like, there's a lot of... Je- they don't, like, tech- translate the Japanese text or anything a lot oh, of the time, which is really annoying. Like, in the background? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's kind of more... St- I would say that's pretty standard nowadays. A lot of the times, they really don't do that anymore. Yeah, but unfortunately, in, in Komi, that's a very key part of the entire thing. Yeah. No, Considering it's just... her main... Her main way of communicating is by writing. Oh, that's kind of... Do they at least put, like, subtitles? No, so there's actually a narrator. (laughs) There's a narrator that explains what she's saying. Okay, well, at least there's a narrator aspect. I mean, it would be appreciated if there was subtitles, though. I feel like if they're not going to translate, they should put, like, a subtitle below. See, I haven't watched the subbed version, so I don't know how they handle it in that. Mm. Well, I'm sure it's just what the speaker is saying. I assume it... Yeah. I'm not a sub-watcher, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then after Comey, because Comey is getting a second season at some point, because the first season was only 12 episodes, and it definitely did not cover the entire manga. Mm. But, uh, and then after that, I, I was bored, so I was just browsing uh, Funimation, and I watched that, like, uh, Mariko-chan show, the comedy horror slice of life show. What is Mariko Chan again? Mariko. It's it's the girl that sees like ghosts everywhere, and they're like these really like fucked up looking ghosts. Oh yep 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 I I see that yeah I don't want to watch that I'm good. <laughs> it's ironically not much of a horror anime. It's more of a I don't know what it is. It's very tonally confused. Oh, okay, all right. It just it's... I will say it has a phenomenal dub. Oh, okay. Oh, the dub's honestly the dub's honestly the only reason I didn't drop it because the characters are really good. Yep. But other than that, it was kind of confusing. Hmm. It's all it's only dubbed up to episode seven right now, anyways. So. Oh okay. Oh, and I was so bummed. Uh, y- Yashahime decided to, the dub decided to take a break this week without telling anybody. Mhm. So like everyone's all waiting for the dub because this is one of the big episodes and like it's like oh it's not happening. Oh. Great. <laughs> Thanks for telling us. Thanks for the info. Well, I was checking Hulu when I went. I'm like, oh, it's not here. Oh, it's just not happening this week. Cool. Yep. Well, that means I have nothing to do after we podcast now. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. It's all right. It's that was just like, great. Yeah. But yeah, that that was my watching. Yep. Were you watching anything? Because I do have a collecting update after that. <laughs> well, I I finished Dragon Ball Super, um, and I will give it a 8 out of 10. I really like Dragon Ball Super. I thought it was wicked funny, and the fights were pretty good. Um, I liked the Tournament of Power arc. I thought it was pretty... I liked it. I'm looking forward to the movie that's coming out, even though it has the weird CG. Um and then yeah. the other show I was watching, which I told you about, and we're going to rediscuss because I'm still not over it. Uh, I was watching wow. this this old show. I believe, when did the dub come out? So the, the dub came out in 1998. So, like, that kind of shows the age of this. Uh, but uh, Fushiji Yuji, I, like, kind of compare it to um, almost, like, Inuyasha in some aspects where it's like a story about girls from the future that get time displaced but in this case instead of like going back in time she gets put into a book um (laughs) but uh I so I was listening to it and I was like what the hell like 
Why did one of the characters sound like... <laughs> Why does one of the characters sound like Cosmo? <laughs> From, 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 the, from family, family Honors. So I'm like, alright, I need to look into this more. So I look, and I see, yup, the voice actor, um, Darren Norris, who does Cosmo, Mr. Turner from Family Odd Parents. And the best character ever, Gordy the Janitor. Gordy the Janitor from, um... From Ned's Declassified. Ned's Declassified, and he's done The like best a- character in that show. And he's done a whole bunch of like. Oh, he was also. I. He was also. Um. Uh, he was in that tough bunny, tough, tough puppy show. I don't know. It was one of those. Uh. I don't know. I have no fucking. It was idea. the but. It was the butch Harbin show. It was a butch after, uh, Oh, he was after in Danny Phantom. He was in Flapjack, but basically, like his main things are like he was Cosmo and the Fairly Odd Parents, and he was Gordy the Janitor, and uh. Um, that's declassified. But then he also voiced like random anime roles. Like I guess he was. Well, he in... started out as an anime actor. Yeah. Oh, he was also like most like most people did. He was also Count Count Spank a lot in a. Uh, kids next door. <laughs> oh, was that him? Name is, yeah, that was him. Um, I'm like just <laughs> looking now. I'm just looking through now. He was in Naruto. He voiced like a yeah. That was like one of, of that was one of his last like anime roles. He's also Jordan von Strangle. Um, yeah, so he he's done a lot. <laughs> he's done a lot. But I'm watching the show and I'm like, what the hell? Like I'm like, this. This man <laughs> sounds exactly like Cosmo. And I'm just listening to that and looking up and I was like, oh my god, it is, it is. Cosmo. <laughs> but I was just like, I can't, I couldn't look, I, I, like, I'm watching the show and every time he speaks, I'm like, <laughs> I just can't imagine the voice of Cosmo. Because the character he's voicing in the show is supposed to be like this mountain bandit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> just imagine Cosmo yes. Mountain Bandit. And you know what makes it so much freaking worse, too? What? There's literally in, like, one of the OVAs, like, they're more grown up. And I believe he still voices, um, Toski in the OVA as well. Um, and there's literally a scene where, like... <laughs> He, like, assaults someone. Like, I don't want to get into it, but I'm just like, that was Cosmo! What? It's, okay. It's so, so messed So, in other up. words, childhood ruined. Yeah, so my childhood was ruined. And I'm like, but the thing is, is, like, when I first watched this anime, I was definitely still watching The Fairly Odd Parents at the same time. So I don't know how I never made the connection until now. So that's what's mostly flabbergasting me, like, is the fact that, like, when Alex, was, you didn't pay attention that much as a child. When I was watching this, though, like, I was clearly watching The Fairly Odd Parents and, and Ned's Declassified. Yeah, but Alex, back then you would have literally been like, they sound the same. And that would have been it. Yep. You would have been like, oh, well. Yep. But. You wouldn't have, it wouldn't have triggered any sort of emotional response. Nope. It definitely. Definitely kids wouldn't are, have. Kids, kids are kind of stupid, Alex. We don't really notice these things. Nope. But, then you grow up, and then your entire life becomes a lie. Yep. Yep. And my life is my life is so confusing now, and I just yeah. like I can never look at him the same. I can. I well, can I anyways, can't. 
before we get into our topic, I do have a collecting <laughs> update because we have to keep we have to include this every now and then. What? No. So fuck that. We're not collecting anymore. We're the gaming and we're the anime and sometimes gaming podcast. I'm rebranding. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyways, so I did. A, I got some small things here and there because collecting sucks nowadays. But um. Yeah. I got Pokemon Pinball in the Game Boy Color because it was cheap. That's fun. Um, I got that. I got Final Fantasy XI Online, which is essentially a a uh, paperweight because it's not playable anymore. Oh, <laughs> womp womp. Because the, um, the servers are shut down on the PS2 anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, I bought it just because I was really annoyed that my collection literally went from 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just need this to fill in the space. I need a space filler, please. Pretty much, it well, it just it was annoying me. I was like, why? It just skips eleven, and it's like I need eleven in there. Mm-hmm. That also, I'm doing a Final Fantasy marathon on my blog right now, and I kind of want to talk about eleven. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And then I also picked up, and when I picked up eleven, then I also got the idea that I needed to pick up Dragon Quest Ten, which mm-hmm. is also a MMO. The thing yeah. about Dragon Quest X is it was never released in America. Oh, okay. So my Dragon Quest collection literally just goes from, like, 9 to 11. Oh. 0 to 100, so just, 9 to 11. <laughs> yeah. So I bought that. And then I, then the other other games I got were I, I finally got Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh, nice. So that was good. I got Atelier, Atelier Raza 2. Atelier? Another RPG. Atelier. Atelier. No. Yes. And and I got another co- I got another version of Clax. Nice. I got the Master System version now. You have a problem, sir. No, I do not. And it's a yeah, Clax well, you, problem. It, well, you do too, and you have an anime figure problem, so. No, I don't. I I haven't bought any new ones, so I don't have any updates. But when you you're come and wait- visit, <laughs> you're waiting till you're waiting till I visit so you can buy more. Yeah. <laughs> I really want a Beerus figure. I want one so badly. Ugh, I want one. Anyways, in right. a Wiz one to match. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, now that we've bullshitted on for almost 20 minutes, what, what, what? we do have a topic for this episode. We do? No, we're just going to bullshit some more. Hell no, yeah! <laughs> in seriousness, though. So, we've already done video game movies. We've done yep. licensed games. Well, now we're going to kind of revisit the two, but instead of movies based off of games, we're going to talk about video games based off of movies. Woo! So we're going to kind of flip this around. So the licensed games have been around forever, but so have the movie tie-ins. Oh, yes. And the movie tie-ins are always, especially back in the day, they were always like the most like hyped up things and they were always such a cash grab oh yeah like these things did not i mean there were some that were good but the standard of quality for most of these was bare minimum quality it was make money because parents will buy the video game well that not even just parents also people in general because yeah especially early on when before people knew any better oh yeah when something's popular Obviously, the game adaption is going to be a surefire hit. Yeah. 
And so. also, I think, too, another big thing, too, is that uh, in the early days, like, you did not have YouTubers, and you did not have review channels to, like, get a review of the game. So every game you took was basically a game of chance, you know? Then the box arts didn't really do a great job of showing what you were going to get. No, they definitely did not reflect um, what the games actually were. No. Especially with, I guess we should talk about probably the granddaddy of the video game, well, the movie video game, and that would prop, that would by far be E.T., the extraterrestrial, for the Atari 2600. E.T. <laughs> One of the most, honest-to-God, fascinating games probably ever made. Yeah. Especially when you actually... So, first off, the game itself is highly exaggerated for how bad it is. Oh, yeah. No. Like, it's it's not a good game. It's an Atari game. Mm-hmm. What did you expect? But also, people act like it's, like, the most unplayable piece of garbage ever. It's like, I, I've played it. It's not that broken. It's not that broken. It's not nearly as bad as people say. No. There's a lot of hype. No. Uh, and, and a lot of that has to do with, like, YouTubers making videos of it and, like, over-exaggerating well, the that content. Well, that and, like, the myth that it's just built up over the years. Because mm. I guess I, we have to talk about E.T. because it's such a big... There's so many urban myths around this game. Yes. So, I think the most famous is, like... So, E.T. was the creation of... So, Atari bought the license and immediately, like, overhyped it, like, beyond belief. <laughs> yep. Because back then, I mean, Atari was... They thought they were king of the world. Yeah. And movie tie-ins were not, like... A, a, this was, as you said, the granddaddy. Like, this was, like, the first... One of them. There yeah. was probably others that weren't as infamous, probably mostly just because, you know. But, oh, um... Yeah. yeah, so... E.T. was literally... Get, was literally given to uh, one of their develop, Atari's developers, Howard Scott Warshaw, who okay. is like one of the most. At the time, he was like one of the most underappreciated like developers of all time because he could do some, he did some crazy shit with the twenty six hundred, like yeah. he was the creator of um, Yars Revenge, which is a really cool, um, scrolling like shooter game, and then he also made another movie tie-in, believe it or not, called Raider, <laughs> Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, wow. Which doesn't get nearly the amount of lambasting that this game gets. But, Mm -hmm. um, so, the thing with E.T. was he was literally given five weeks to make the game. Oh, my God. And he did it. Like, he made the game. And you know what? So, the whole... The joke with the game is that it's very basic, but also cryptic Mm -hmm. as shit. Yeah. Which is hilarious, because, uh... Apparently, apparently, according to like statements, like Steven Spielberg played it and thought it was great. Oh, really? Yeah, because he had to play test it, obviously, to, before giving his seal of approval. Supposedly, yeah. from what I've read, is he actually played it and thought it was great and was like, "Yeah, go for it." That's so funny. Oh my god. No, a lot of the problems with ET come from Atari's bumbling mismanagement. Yeah. Because the whole point, the point of the game is you have to. Um, you have a limited amount of steps, and you have to, like, find these uh, pieces of a phone to call home. And you have to, like, uh, you have to go down and find them in these holes, and you have to get out of the holes. And the, the one thing that I will admit that's kind of messed up with this game is getting out of the holes can be finicky at times. Yeah. And you got to dodge, like, these, uh, uh, like, I guess, uh, 
F- like FBI agents or whatever they were that like, <laughs> try to put you in jail and stuff. And it's like, it's kind of cryptic, but once you figure it out, it's actually not that bad. Yeah. The problem is, though, it's so... It's an Atari game. It's like, what are you gonna expect? It, you get, you only have a yeah. rod and a button. You have a rod and a button. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. You know. But what makes what makes ET so infamous was, so besides the fact that Atari overhyped it up to like insanity. Yeah. They also printed more. Co- so this is one of my favorite. Like only Atari would be this dumb. <laughs> they yep. printed more copies of the game. Then there were 2600s on the market. Oh my god. Why did they do that? Because like, the... their their thought process was the game would be such a hit that it would cu- intri- it would cause people to buy more 2600s. Oh. It so why didn't they... <laughs> yeah. But also, like, why didn't they... I just, I just feel like that it was bad altogether. Like, their thought Well, no, process... it's, not, it's not that they printed more games than there were 2600s in existence. They printed more games than there were in people's households. Yeah. Because they wanted to get people to buy more 2600s. Problem is, the, the review, when people were like saying the game was crap, no one was going to buy a 2600 to play it. Oh, yeah. They were just like, eh, no, I'm going to pass. <laughs> so then, what makes this game even more hilarious is the famous urban myth that the game was so bad, it was they were all buried in the uh, Nevada desert. Yep. Which... It's hilarious because it's an urban legend, even though it was, like, public knowledge. <laughs> it was in public newspapers, which are so easy to find. Like, it's, well, it wasn't a... I'm not kidding. Like, when I Googled... I Googled E.T. Atari, clicked on images, and there's literally images of them bury, un, digging oh, up yeah. the landfill to look. And there's well, the games. So the, the urban legend was that it was, like, a myth. Yeah. But it was never a myth. It was publicized. Like it's... it was very well known, <laughs> and people just kind of created this misconception that it didn't actually that it was a myth. It yeah. didn't actually happen to well, the point where they seems actually so did... ridiculous. Like, oh no, Atari used to dump shit all the time. Whoa. Like, because there was a, a whole bunch of other stuff out there too. They oh, were just no. getting rid of like extras Anything. and stuff. Huh. But, I mean, it was... Because it, it, it wasn't just E.T. There was, like, a bunch of Pac-Mans and stuff. Because that was another dumpster fire that Atari made around the same time. Oh, no. Whoa. The Pac-Man port on Atari 2600. Yeah. But what's hilarious is all the things that people, like, dump on, like, E.T. for. Like, being super cryptic and being, like, confusing and stuff. The Raiders of the Lost Ark game is just as freaking confusing. Oh, wow. So and that cool. one was... That one was considered, like... Critically acclaimed, like... Not not critically acclaimed, but it was considered ahead of its time. Oh, wow. That's so funny. You weren't gonna... The problem is you weren't gonna get very far with, uh... The Atari 2600. Yeah. (laughs) It was just not a powerful... I mean, it's very limited. Like, I feel like nowadays, if they tried to, like, translate... Um... E.T. into a video game, I think they'd be able to do... A much better job (laughs) of... He had two other ones. There was one on the Game Boy Color, which was like you plant flowers. It was really dumb. Oh, and then there was one on the Game Boy Advance that I don't remember whether it was bad or not. I just remember it being... Well, it existed. I feel like if you don't remember it, then it probably wasn't great, but it probably wasn't that bad either. It probably was just like mediocre at best. I'm curious about it. I might actually pick it up to try it. Yeah, give it a shot. 
I should probably watch E.T., though, because it's not actually a movie I think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen E.T. either. Like, yeah. now that I'm honestly thinking about it, I don't think we've ever seen E.T. You know what it is? It used to always be, like, in all the old movies we had, it would always be, like, a trailer. Like, remember, they would, like, it would be, like, that commercial, and it would play the same songs, and it would always have clips of E.T. in it. I just remember I, I did not like E.T. His, he freaked me out. He was creepy, so I think that's why we never he watched it. He freaked me it. out, man. He freaked me out, man! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, it was, it... It's such a funny, funny, like, game. But, like, I, I just wanted to start with E.T. Because E.T. is, like, the most infamous case of this. So I guess now we can do similar to our license game. Like, we can each kind of pick a game and we'll go over it. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Did you not prepare? <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> it's been a, It's been a weird week. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> next game. So, no particular order here, but here's one that you probably remember. Okay. Do you remember do you remember Rugrats in Paris for the PlayStation? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Cuz we played the shit out of that game back But in the we day. never finished it, right? No, cuz we were 5 I think. Yeah. We were... Oh, yes. I'm looking up the pictures now. I think, like, we would play, like, one mini game, And that would be... Didn't we just play mini golf? Wasn't there mini golf? We did play a lot of mini golf. The mini golf game was pretty fun, honestly. It was pretty fun. I think that's what we did for the majority of it. Well, we just I, ran I, around. I played the story mode a good amount. I don't think I ever finished it, because it was one of those story modes where you kind of explored, and then you had to play mini games to get tickets uh, and you had to collect enough tickets to like get to, to the advance end. yeah it was one of those games that was designed to be repetitive for children but mm -hmm. like for as when you're older you're like no this sucks but i remember at least being like it was more competent than the freaking original rugrats game oh yeah on, on playstation which is like broken as shit but mm -hmm. i always remember that one to a degree and then another one i guess that uh I have memories of is uh, Jurassic Park on the Sega Genesis. Oh. Because Jurassic Park had a ton of games back in the day. <laughs> and I always remember because the Super Nintendo had a version and the Genesis had a version. They were both extremely different games. <laughs> like the Super Nintendo version was like this like top down like shoot 'em up kind of game that was really slow paced and you looked like Smokey the Bear walking around. Yep. And then the Genesis version was like a side-scrolling action game where you got to play as a freaking Velociraptor. Oh, fun. Neither neither are particularly amazing games, but the but the Genesis one is at least significantly more fun. Yeah, it's just, it's a little better. You get to play as a Velociraptor. That's really the, the appeal. Mm. Oh, I have one. Okay, what do you got? So, remember the Harry Potter computer games? Oh, I remember Harry Potter 2. On PC, because they were different than the console games. Yes, but my specific memory with it uh, is like collecting jelly beans. I just remember well, collecting beans. That's so. a staple of pretty much every Harry Potter game. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's probably not. <laughs> I remember the PC version of Harry Potter. It was the Sorcerer's Stone. Yep. Uh, spoiler: no, I'm no. not. A, it was the no, Chamber no, not of the, Secrets. Chamber of Secrets, yeah. yeah. Um, 
spoiler, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy in general, but I do have memories of this game. Yeah. Also, the only only book I read. Huh. I didn't read any of the book. <laughs> no, I think I had a... It was like a report or something. But, um, yeah, so we had, it was Harry Potter 2 for the PC, and it was nothing like the console version. No. But I always remember, because it was, like, a weird, like, platformer adventure game, where you had to, like, go through yeah. these trials and stuff, and I remember it being really dark. Mm. And I was always like, was the book this dark as a kid? Because I didn't. Well, honestly, like, looking back at it, I actually think it was pretty true to the movie. I mean, like, not, like, exactly, or in the books, <laughs> but, like, uh, a lot of the things, like, the events in the game, like, they happened in the book, so it honestly yeah. actually was, I mean, for a video game adaptation, like, it wasn't that bad. I mean, like... I, I remember it, enjoying the game for what it was. Yeah, I have vivid I memories know. of that. I still have it somewhere. I should probably... I don't know if it even works on Windows 10. Probably not. Well, if you can play Putt-Putt on Windows 10, I'm sure you can play it on... Oh, maybe. Know. You can see if it's on Steam. Mm. But uh, I remember that one. And then... So... I guess going into like some of the more... So, not every like movie-based game is bad... Because there actually have been some bangers over the years. Like, one of the most famous, like... Well, actually, before that, we should probably take a quick break. So we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Hey! All right. right. We'll be right back. Break, break time. Bye. And we're back. We're back. Woo! All right, so before I cut myself off there, uh, I guess the next movie tie-in is probably one of the most famous movie tie-ins ever made. Da, da, um, da. GoldenEye 007 for the Nintendo 64. Uh, didn't we play that? Oh, yeah. It's the first-person shooter. Oh, that was the one where we were spinning in circles. Y yeah, and we were slapping each other. <laughs> so... GoldenEye was developed by uh, Rareware during their uh, Nintendo partnership. Yep. And I was... GoldenEye is funny because it was like Nintendo just had the license for some reason yeah. at the time. And they just gave it to Rare. And Rare, like, put this, like, genius, like, game together. Mm. Which is funny because the actual... Not a lot of people talk about the campaign, but the actual single-player campaign is really fucking good. Like, oh. it's a great adaption of the film. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're like a Bond fan. Yep. But what makes it even more amazing is the uh, the game is most famous for its multiplayer. <laughs> the multiplayer, the multiplayer was literally added at the last minute just because they had some extra time and the team was bored. That's so funny. And it's like the most iconic part of that entire game. Yeah. Like there is, you don't go to an N64 party without Goldeneye. It's just not a. It's one of those things that you have to have Goldeneye, you have to have a Mario Party, and you have to have, like, Mario Kart and, like, Smash Brothers. In the those Beetle are, like, the required... Game. In the Beetle Well, that's... The Beetle Adventure Racing is the best racing game ever made, but we don't talk yes. about that right now. Yes, yes, yes. That's all. All right, you know what? I will say I would play the N64 again to play the Beetle game and to play 007, because it brought yeah. me joy as we played it. And, oh, my God... 
I sound like I smoke cigarettes. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm back. Don't, don't don't do that to yourself. But um, I I wasn't doing it on purpose. It just was happening. But um, <laughs> I can't control yeah. that. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't please don't do that. I but passed anyways, it. To, I gave it to you. <laughs> so. Double Goldeneye was the only game made by Rare directly, which yeah. is a little bit depressing. But then at the same time, though, the 007 series ended up going on for years after that. Because shortly after Nintendo lost the license, uh, Electronic Arts got the license. Yeah. And they were a bit hit or miss with it. I Their first game was... Um, the first game they did after was... I believe it was Tomorrow Never Dies. Yep. Which was not very good. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, but then they uh, immediately followed it up with. Um, I don't remember Bond na- movie names very well sometimes, mm. so I have to literally look for the cartridge to remember. Oh yeah, the world 007, The world is not enough, which was another N64 first-person shooter made by Eurocom. It, it's a really solid. It's honestly controversial opinion, but it's actually, in my opinion, better than Goldeneye. Huh. And then, they they went on for a while, like, some of them were hit or miss, like, in my honest opinion, the best 007 game is probably Nightfire (laughs) on the Xbox, GameCube, and PlayStation 2. That one's just fucking solid. Yep. But yeah, the 007 games have kind of died off now. Like, the last couple that Activision made were kind of shit. Mm. And no one's really been willing to pick up that license again. Yeah. Womp womp. So now, you said you had a game? Ah, uh, yes. So one of the games I vividly remember was the Cat in the Hat live-action uh. movie game. Which, as you know, the Cat in the Hat live-action movie was very cursed. So, of course, the video game... Oh, yeah. He gets, he, gets, as... he gets punched in the nuts. Now he's an old lady in a swing. <laughs> yep. Makes sense. I, you know, that movie, like, raises so many questions. <laughs> like, just... What? What the... So, did Mike did Mike Myers write his scenes, or did... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like... I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I just... Like... The thing is, though, is, like, I don't know why, but I really liked that movie as a kid. I watched it so much. I know. I really I had to liked watch it, w- it. I had to watch it with you to play video, if I wanted to play video games after. I'm so sorry for putting you through such a cursed time. I always remember the scene. So we have to talk about the movie here for a bit. Yes. this movie is a fucking And when disaster. are we going to talk about it? But, um, I still remember the scene where, uh, he straight up cuts his tail off, and he's like, "Son of a!" Oh. And it just cuts to like the, it cuts to the freaking uh, technical difficulties <laughs> thing, and then they're in like a lawsuit. Yeah, although like it's so weird. He just like had just a random like cooking show, and then at one point like he brings the kids to a club with him. At one point, like they have like those underground clubs. Remember in like Whoville, and he just brings them to a club, and they're just in a club. Like, what? Oh, you know, you you know what my favorite joke. So I will admit that movie did have a fun, some funny jokes. My favorite joke in that movie was when he pulls out his car and the kids are like, "That thing looks sick," and he's like, 
It's just the dust cover. And he pulls it off it. It's like, it looks like this awesome, like, Hummer looking thing. <laughs> yeah. And then he pulls off, it's just a dust cover. And it's this stupid thing underneath. I remember oh that vividly. God. Yeah. And then he, it suddenly has three steer, steering wheels. Yeah. And then after, after they wreck it, he puts on the stupid, like, steering wheel lock thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and oh, then yeah. He, like, and then he, like... Then he makes a comment to the kid about their insurance, and he's it's like, <laughs> there. I kind of want to rewatch the movie now because I feel like there were so many jokes that like went over my head. I'm like, sure I remember, you can find it. Online I remember easily. at one point too, like there was like a picture. The cat in the hat was looking at a picture of the kid's mom, and then like he pulled it out. Yeah, and it, it, it was it, a it centerfold. Fucking, it's, it's a center. It's a <laughs> centerfold. <laughs> As a kid, I never understood that. And then now I'm just like, oh my fucking god. What the hell? That that movie is a dumpster fire on <laughs> many, many things. Oh, it's on Hulu. Oh no, it's a premium sub- subscription. Uh, I don't really... I, honestly, if I'm gonna watch that, like, I have it on DVD at home. But also, like, I'll just pirate that. Because, like... I, I, I don't want to own that again. Like, I'm good. <laughs> or I just won't watch it, you know? I just won't. <laughs> well, anyways. Uh, so, <laughs> there was a game... Ad- there was a video game adaption of that yep. mas- masterpiece, as you could yeah. say. And I and, believe um, that was like a platformer, right? Wasn't it? It was. It was a 2.5D side-scroller. Pl- oh. Side-scrolling platformer. Let me look it up real quick, because it is... Well, I'm I, looking... I, I I actually still own it. Wow. Somewhere. Cursed memorabilia. I mean I, I could I've been tempted to put it put it back in just to see. I think you should. Yeah, but do at it. the same time, I remember the game being <laughs> I remember it being utter shit. Yeah. I do not think it was a good game. I think I remember my memories are you playing it, getting annoyed and not playing it. Well, I think I was more annoyed by the fact that it was a side-scroller, not a full 3D game, because that was during the era of 3D. Ah, yep. It was made by a studio called Magenta Software. Oh. Their only games that they had made by this point were Stuart Little 2. Oh, boy. On the PlayStation 1, Disney's Treasure Planet. Oh, boy. And Muppet Monster Adventure. So they really had a lot going for them, as you can tell. And then they later made some of some of the Buzz series games, if you remember those. Oh no. Huh. Huh. Yeah, but they made Cat in the Hat, and it was. I'm just looking at the screen caps, and it's it looks cursed. Like I I mean the game itself doesn't look awful from a mid 2000s. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, for graphic-wise, like, it's really, it's not that bad, but they, they took such a cursed movie and made a game out of it, which is just equally... They made a cursed movie made an equally cursed game. Yeah, it's very, very cursed. I mean, it's not an awful platformer, from what I remember, it's just, it, it's not amazing, either. Yeah. It's so average. Yeah, well, I think, too, I think in the game, it kind of lost the the only like funny moments in the movie which were like those bizarre jokes and everything like yeah it kind of lost that so it's just like this game could have been any other game like it could have been any other game it didn't have to be cat in the hat it could have been anything else 
It could have been just any generic platformer. Yeah. I always remember it too because it was like such a loose retelling of the, uh, the 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 movie. Yes, I don't really think it followed the movie as well. I think it more just like it took landscapes in the movie. It it loosely followed the movie yeah, very cause, loosely. Because even I'm looking at some screenshots and I'm like I do not remember this from the movie. <laughs> this does not look no. familiar in any sort of way. No, not at all. So, I guess kind of continuing off of, like, another kids game from this time that we played. Yeah. Uh, the robots game. For the anyone who remembers. The robots game. So, for anyone who remembers uh, Robots, the film, from yep. the same studio that made Ice Age, you know, the one time they didn't make an Ice Age movie? Yeah. I remember watching that movie recently. It was pretty good. It held it's, up. It's... It's held up, I will admit. I had that on yeah. PSP, like the uh, the PSP videos. Oh, you did? Oh, I thought you meant the video game. I was confused. No, no, no. I, I had the actual movie on PSP. I remember watching it, like, before I went to bed a lot, because it was, like, <laughs> one of the... It was one of the only really good movies. Because the movies I had at that point were literally Robots, uh, Daddy Daycare, and Elf. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> huh. Dad. Yeah. And you can only watch so much Daddy Daycare before you, you start, like, hating your well, life. Especially because you hated Elf, so. Yeah. Well, that's a personal thing. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I remember watch, watching a lot of robots. And you remember playing this, and you actually didn't think it was that bad. No, the, the game's fine. So the game is literally Ratchet and Clank. That's so funny. Like, you literally, you, you have a wrench weapon and, like, a projectile weapon. And then you yep. buy upgrades for other, like, assorted things, like, throughout the game. And it's semi-open world, and you gotta explore around, and it's... It loosely follows the movie's plot. Oh, okay. I mean, it's as not As best all... as it can. Like, yeah, I feel I like... Mean, for, is it, for like, mid... one of those, like, games that, like, it takes what it can from the movie, but also... It understands that, like, if it goes, like, scene by scene, it probably won't be as good of a game. I think it's more in the case of the movie was, the game was made in tandem with the movie, so it was, they oh, could okay. only do so much without a full script. Oh, yep. Because, I mean, it follows the basic plot, but it does take a lot of liberties. Oh, okay. Interesting. But I remember it being fun enough. Hmm. Like, for a cheap, like, I, I remember renting it at Blockbuster a couple times. Back when, oh, really? you know, block, back when Blockbuster was a thing. Well, I'm looking at some of the screenshots, too, and, like, graphically, it, it really doesn't look that bad. You know, no, I've definitely like, seen a lot worse video games. For, like, uh, mid-2000s PS2, Xbox, GameCube era, uh, it's not bad. It's... My only issue was I never finished it. Oh! Honestly, I should probably pick it up and give it another shot. I bet you could finish it pretty quickly. Oh, these days. Well, the problem was I didn't own it at the time. I only rented it. Oh, so you did, probably didn't have time to finish no, it. No, I never had time to finish it. Now yeah. that I own it. I technically own it now, so I could probably... At some point, I have to, like... I have so many games. Oh, yeah. No, we still both gotta play the new Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah. Because we got podcasts yep. about that at some point. You need to get the new Pokemon game. I do. I'll buy it when you're here. 
Okay. I'll buy it with my first paycheck. Nice. (laughs) But, um, anyways, so, do you have another game you want to talk about, or? Yes. Bill? Yes. You like jazz? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Bee Movie! Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Developed by Beanox, because I guarantee you they only gave it to them off of a pun. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I feel like with the quality of the B-movie, like, they really chose the right studio, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you know what's fucked up? Beanox actually makes decent games. Oh, they do? Yeah, they made the Crash Team Racing remake. Oh, they did? <laughs> yeah. And they made B-movie. <laughs> They also made a bunch of the later. They made a bunch of the later Spider-Man games before Insomniac got the rights, mm-hmm. and they weren't awful. Like they said, so yeah. they were pretty solid. Hmm. It's more just Activision was throwing a license at a studio and basically said, "Make it done." Make it. I mean, do it. I'm looking at like the graphically. It's not horrible. Um, from what I remember of the game, from like what I've seen of it. It looks like it's competent, but it's also like it's the B movie. Whether it's you the most, do... it's so bare bones. Yeah. Oh See, my I god. I always, I always just remember the the Kid Icarus review where he he cut hijacks someone else's. Car, oh yeah, it's like Grand Theft Auto. Then, yeah, but then he enters a cutscene still in that car, so the person <laughs> he's with in the car is in the cutscene with him. <laughs> So it's like one of those it's just one of those games that's like you could clearly tell the budget was not there for this game and they did what they could yeah it looks like though like from other screenshots they did try and do different game styles because it looks like he's flying at some point he has well, like his little like thing with calling these, guns and stuff that's kind of a thing with a lot of these tie-in games they always try a ton of oh like additional bill there's a death compilation b-movie death scenes <laughs> Great. <laughs> I kind of want to watch. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It's going to pick up on the microphone. Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Hopefully you didn't hear anything. <laughs> <coughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to watch that after the podcast. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Just, I'm curious. Also, like, well, I don't know why, but what are the... <laughs> Screenshots. They chose to make this thumbnails him making like an like an O face. It's like ew. That movie was like Jerry Seinfeld's weird acid dream. Or that something, was Jerry Seinfeld's like magnum opus. That was his greatest <laughs> work. <laughs> Sting was in that movie, by the way. Fuck yeah, he was because it was such a great movie. And he got he got a, he got he got arrested for his name being Sting. Yes. Bill. Cause I I don't. You like jazz? No. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is. When did the meme for that movie start? Anyways, like. Uh, as soon as it <laughs> arrived, as soon as it came out of theaters, Bill. Did did it? Cause I I thought it just kind of it came and went, and then suddenly in the like late two thousands that people well, were just like. <laughs> wasn't like a meme like it was just to send people the entire script of the B movie wasn't was that a meme that was a meme at one point because I believe at one point in my sorority house we had like a whiteboard and I think I just like started right it was like peak 
B-movie memes. So, that was back in, like, 2017, I would say. Or 2016. I think 2016, 2017. One of those years. Um, and I just wrote it on the whiteboard. And I just saw everyone's reactions. Because I wrote it really tiny. And as they're reading it, and they're like, God damn it, is that the B-movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great. I, see, I had peak comedy in college, I will say. Ooh. See, I just... <laughs> I just remember, like, the movie came and went, and I thought nothing of it. I thought it was an average movie at best. And then, like, years later, it's like everyone was, like, acting like it was, like, the worst movie ever made. I was, like, sitting there going, like, it wasn't that bad. It was stupid, but... Yeah, it was a stupid movie. I think it's more, like, it was Jerry Seinfeld, and they memed it because of Jerry Seinfeld. Well, there was that, but there was also, like, the the whole, like... (laughs) be in love with human subplot which was always yeah, which is always was great always, that was weird that was really weird <laughs> sonic 06 vibes right there yeah but, um, heck yeah <laughs> but yeah anyways so moving on from the b movie now so i guess going to another like like well this is just a completely random list at this point but mm-hmm. i wanted to talk about an actually surprisingly good game mm-hmm. so alex do you like speed racer <laughs> Sure. Do you remember they had a live-action movie? Nope. Well, it had a live-action movie at one point. And that movie had a a game tie-in as well. Was it on the Wii? Yes, it was. It was also on DS and PS2, apparently. But um, (laughs) it was mostly known for the Wii. And you know what? As someone who's never actually seen the Speed Racer live-action movie... Mm Mm-hmm. The game is surprisingly good. Oh, is it? It's just a racing game, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's it's an incredibly solid racer. Like, huh. you get a whole bunch of tracks, bunch of levels, like pretty fast-paced stuff, <laughs> non-intrusive. Like, it, it's actually really similar to F Zero. I guess they, yeah. you could say. Actually, looking and, at it graphically, I totally get that. And graphically, it also looks pretty decent. Like, yeah, for for Wii standards, it looks great. Yeah, no, for Wii standards, it's pretty decent. Well, no, this was, um, because I'd never seen the movie, and, like, I don't even think I was big into anime at the time, either. Mm. Now that I think about it, other than, like, Inuyasha and, like, Dragon Ball and stuff, mm. but, um, this was one of those, like, Christmas mom gifts, and I was like... Alright, I'll give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, alright, I'm not gonna pass up a game, so I, was, I played it, I'm like, wow, this is actually a surprisingly good game, I have no idea what's going on, but... But, hey, I'm liking it. Yeah, that's, like, one of those... Every now and then, you get, like, that game that, like, you know nothing about, and, like, it you you, you think is gonna be a, a dumpster fire. But then you yeah. play, and you're like, wow, this is actually pretty good. This is pretty decent. I'm pretty yeah. happy. Huh. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the Sims Game Boy Advance DS games. Yeah. Nice. I stand by that. I'll stand by that forever, that those games are, like, way better than they, ha- they have any right to be. Huh. All right, all right. Eh. All right. So, well, just... so did you? You have another game, or? Uh, yes. Oh shit. Uh, I thought I was gonna unplug my computer for a second. Oh, panic. Um. So my next one I wanted to talk about. Well, it's multiple games. But Bill. Okay. Do you know what ogres are like? Uh, do they hang out in swamps and listen no. to Smash Mouth? You're supposed to say they're like onions because they have layers, Bill. <laughs> 
layers. Uh, I was going for the Smash Mouth joke, but all right. Hey, Bill. Hey, what? now. You're an all-star. No, 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 you started at the wrong part. It's somebody. somebody. <laughs> Banks the door guess, open. So, <laughs> so, and in case anyone's wondering, yes, yeah, Shrek. Shrek. A another another DreamWorks meme. <laughs> it's a masterpiece, Bill. What are you talking about? The, well, the, I... fir- the, the, the second one, maybe, but everything else after that is fucking yes. garbage. Shrek 2 is a wonderful movie. And Shrek 1 is good, too, but Shrek 2 is, like, definitively better. And then the rest just suck. Because it's just like, why? Um, you can't beat Shrek 2. But there was a Shrek 2 video game. and Yes, yes, there was. And it was actually decent. Yeah, it's not awful. It's like a be- it's a beat em up. Like a beat em up for- game. Four player beat 'em up. I don't own it. I actually really need to track that down at some point. Yeah. Um God Shrek. So whenever I think Shrek, I always think that I always get the memory that Shrek the musical exists. Yes. <laughs> and I may I may have been forced to watch that by a bunch of former associates. So. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I I can't always They see went the to pictures. go they actually went to go see it live, so Oh. Good yeah. for them. I will say graphically, it doesn't look that bad. Like, I mean, no, it's not the, awful. Yeah, for the time, it's, I mean, two thousand four, like, pretty decent, like, looking game. You know. I always remember because it, it was like four player co-op. I remember it being hard as balls at the time, though. Yeah. No. Well, and I, I always remember too because the the um, the voices they got to play the characters because it wasn't like THQ where like THQ would like go above and beyond to get the original voices back. <laughs> um, no. They were they were all so like not not they were like not, not really close <laughs> yeah. at all, <laughs> and they were like just barely. I remember that one being pretty funny. I remember the Shrek games in general being a dumpster fire. Like either like they were decent or they were just utterly garbage. You mean like Shrek Super Party, the party so game? I, uh, <laughs> oh, the part yeah, the party game. I remember the, the the there was like the fighting game that was like Smash Brothers. That's apparently actually surprisingly decent. Hmm. Well, the party game is not good. Uh, That's the one with the horrifying like little chibi ones, right? It has like the big heads. They all have yeah, the yeah. big heads, and like there's no reward for anything. Like the game just ends after like there's no like winner circle. It's just like oh, game's over. But yeah. it's like it's kind of a shame too because it it did have some interesting aspects. Cause like I remember it was like you collect you got bugs and like if you got like certain bugs like you got like certain there was like some. I remember that was kind of interesting, but then it was just like, wop wop, it's over. After, and it was just like, what was the point? Of, ah! I almost ripped, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I thought I ripped my headphones out for a second. Uh, but. <laughs> you gotta be careful. But, um. I, yeah, but that was a garbage fire. And also, just look up how cursed it looks, because, like, it's pretty cursed looking. Yeah. Um, now moving on from Shrek, there. So I don't want to make this all bad games because I mean it's like, as no, I was doing research, I just. Good ones. Well, yeah, I mean I've discovered there are some pretty solid ones. Mm. Like obviously, like we're not. What I don't want to go too into just because it's such a obvious choice is um, Spider-Man Two for the uh, GameCube, Xbox, and PlayStation Two. Oh yeah, most definitely. 
one of the most like critically acclaimed uh, licensed games ever made. Yep. Just for how solid of a freaking game it was, and some fun. of the best. Honestly, probably the best web slinging mechanics until Insomniac's uh, Spider-Man. Mm. But um, there was obviously that one. One of my personal favorite movie-based games was uh, the Warriors game made by Rockstar, based off the uh, the cult classic film. Oh, okay. I always just remember that because it was like such a. Uh... Well, it, a it was made by um. It was made by Rockstar, which automatically was like, um, mm-hmm. it would automatically was pretty cool. I'm, I'm trying to remember more about it because I haven't played it in forever. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the Warriors video game was made by Rockstar Toronto, and it was like an action adventure beat 'em up game that like, it, I believe it loosely followed the events of the film. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it was a. Uh, I don't think it was like a sequel or a prequel. I remember it expanded on a bunch of things. I just remember it being a really solid game. Yeah. Really dark. I mean, the movie's kind of dark too, but. Yeah. I remember. I remember it being really good. I gotta pick it up again because it's super solid. Well, and I believe we already talked about it in another podcast, but um, I believe we talked about like there was uh the Cars video games, which oh, were cars- actually pretty. They were good games, right? I thought that's what we came down to the. So I always make the I always make the joke that uh the car series is really funny. It's funny how they only made a first and third movie and then the second movie was a video game for some reason. <laughs> yep. Cuz the, the the Cars 2 game is really fucking good. Yeah. And then it got followed up by the Cars 3 game, which is basically just the Cars 2 game but even better. Yeah. So They're just solid car racing style games. Yeah. <laughs> know who told me this but i thought at some point someone told me that like the kung fu panda games were actually pretty decent i didn't play them but i've heard the first i've heard the first one i've heard the first one is good um um i know that oh and and speaking of pixar toys the toy story games have always been good but toy story 3 (laughs) on the uh the playstation 3 xbox 360 Mm -hmm. that is a phenomenal platformer for the time, and especially for when it it came out too, in the point after like when licensed games were so dead, when <laughs> they just weren't even decent. Oh, another good one too. Also Pixar, The Incredibles. Um, oh, The Incredibles uh, video game, where it kind of takes place. It's supposed to take place at the end of like the Incredibles movie, but then like it completely writes out. Like it completely gets thrown away because of Incredibles 2. But I remember oh, hearing ri- that rise that of, was... Rise of the Underminer. Yeah. I've heard that so, was very, very good. That was good. I heard. Um, I could be wrong. So, there's a bit of rose-tinted glasses with that one. Ah. It's not awful, but it's not as good as people remember it to be, oh, in my okay. opinion. Alright. It was... I feel like it was better at the time, but nowadays it's kind of shown its age. Oh, Okay. So it was good at the t- in the moment, but looking at it now, it's not as great. That's understandable. Yeah. Well, I mean, then there's like another. I'm trying to think of another. Like good one. Yeah, because I'm kind of like we've done. Oh, actually, um. So do you remember uh, Lemony Snicket's uh, series on Fortune Events? Oh yeah, I remember those. The movie and, you... and the books. Well, there was the books, and then there was the 2000. Three, I want to say, movie adaption starring yes. Jim Carrey. Yep. 
And then there was a Netflix series like years later starring um, the guy from uh, Doogie Hauser, whatever his name is. Oh, um, okay. Yep. Neil Pat Neil Patrick Harris. That's his name. Oh, but, um, okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, the game. There's a video game adaption of that two thousand of the two thousand two two thousand three movie. It's surprisingly all right. It's like a decent yeah. like platformer adventure game. Yep. I always remember that mo- those books were like really dark for like kids. Hmm. But they were so good. I had I had like all of them too at one point. Hmm. I don't remember if I ever I don't remember reading them though. I think I like read them and just forgot. <laughs> it might have been. I didn't really retain a lot of knowledge. I didn't retain a lot of things from back then. <laughs> that weren't video games or anime. No. Well, I mean, like, I feel like that's with learning in general. It's like, if you're not passionate about it, it's hard to retain. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't remember anything from most of my schooling period. Yeah. Hmm. But I know how to run a machine. Yep, and that's, that's what matters. Kinda, in the long run. Oh, there's Alvin in the Chipmunks video games. Blech. But they were based those... off those gross live-action ones. Yeah. Those were a thing, all right. <laughs> Curse. I'm trying to, like... We're kind of stretching it because there's so many... Well, I, a lot remember, of these... I remember there was also this Alice in Wonderland game... But I don't believe it was based off the movies. I think it was more based off, like, the classic, like, actual Alice in Wonderland fairy tale. Uh, so it was a lot darker. Oh, the, yeah, the, it was the Alice the Madness Returns game, I believe. Yeah, I heard that was very good. Uh, that was interesting. I, I don't know, I never played it. Yeah, I just remember hearing good things about it. Yeah. But I could be wrong. No, I know. Oh. Because, I mean, if you want to cheat, like, we could obviously talk about the super, all the various, like, superhero movie-based games... Oh, yeah. Um, there's a ton of Pixar, Disney games. Yep. Obviously, the Nickelodeon games. Like, there's oh, a yes. bunch of movie tie-ins there, too. But, but we've I already mean, kind of talked about some of them, so check out those podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I, I just... Plug. The mo- so It's weird, because like, similar to licensed games, the movie tie-in games don't really exist anymore. No. Yeah, it's kind of a thing that was, like, happening that happened it was a very 2000s thing i will say like in the 2000s was the prime oh Oh, yeah well you just you don't see video game you just don't see like movie tie-in games anymore like you don't see licensed games really in general yeah they're very rare i know i'm looking at that list now and like i 2015 is like the oldest so okay 2016 so it looks like, uh, okay, so there was a Lego Movie 2 game, and that was does in that 2019. Even, does, that, does that even count, though? I mean, it's like... No, no, that one was based off, like, the Lego Movie, like, the Lego Movies, because oh. there was, like, the Lego Movie, remember? It had that yeah. really annoying song um, that I'm not going to sing because I don't want it in my head for the rest of my days. Um I feel like that's sort of a stretch, though, because they made those movies... They made that... I guarantee they made that movie with the games in mind. Yeah. I bet the second one, at least. Um, yeah. But that that was in 2019, and that was, like, I mean, the hell, last... 
Hell, the Lego games in general could count because of how many of them are based off of films. Oh, yeah, like the Star Wars ones. There's like Star Indiana Wars, Jones. Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Marvel, DC, like every... What isn't a Lego game at this point? No, true. I'm like looking... I believe it's in the list, too. Uh... I mean, they're all good, but they're so... Lord of the Rings... <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. The ninja. The, how those have those have their own games too. Avengers, Jurassic World, The Hobbit, Jesus, they did so many. Of oh, these. The Hobbit. I do remember. The, okay, so there actually was a Hobbit game, but it wasn't based off the Hobbit film series. It actually came out before the Hobbit film series. It was based off the actual book. Huh. It's actually oh. a decent game. They did a horrible live-action The Last Airbender video game. <laughs> oh, actually, game to end it off on. Okay. Did you ever, have you ever seen Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP? I've heard that. I've heard you say that. So, there is actually a Dragon Ball Evolution tie-in game that was released for the PSP only, of all things. And you know what? The game itself, aside from being based off of the fuck Dragon Ball Evolution, is actually pretty good. You know, um, it looks like shit in the in the. In oh the no, it, it it looks like crap because it's based off the fucking film designs. <laughs> oh, but, um, so, oh my god! But in terms of gameplay, it's just the Budokai games because it was made by Dimps. Oh, so it's basically just like a good it's game just, with it's, a ugly packaging. Yeah, it's like it's like Street Fighter the Street Fighter the movie the game. Oh my god. What did they do? Just... What did they do to poor uh oh, I'm brain farting his name, but he's green. Piccolo. Piccolo. What did they do to poor Piccolo in these movies? You've never Oh, you've never seen Dragon oh, Ball Evolution. I don't want ever. I don't want to watch this. I I really don't. I'm okay. ugh. It's just <laughs> What did it's they not do the good. Piccolo? They did good. Piccolo dirty. This is They did not... a lot of characters dirty. The whole movie's a disaster. This is not but right. This is The PSP is the best way to experience that game. <laughs> All right, I'll play the PSP game, but nothing else. I, I, I have to find oh, that actually. Bill, do you I... want your Dragon Ball Evolution cosplay? You can buy not it. Really. It's in stock. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> Okay, before I die. Um, so, yeah, that was a pretty interesting topic, I should say. Yes. Honestly, it's weird, but it kind of... This discussion made me want to actually pick a bunch of these up. It did? Well, yeah, I guess just it's a it. good discussion, then. Well, some of them are good. Mm. Others, not so much. Yep. But I kind of want to, like, just, like... I, I want to have just a day... Where I just sit back and just play some crap. Yeah. It's understandable. I really gotta just pull the PS2 out and play a bunch of these things, because most of them are on PS2. Hmm. But yeah. So I guess we can tie it off there. I mean, any other last things you want to... Last remarks before we close out? Uh... No, I mean... I think we... I think we did a good job. You know. Alright. Well... Once again, guys, thanks for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. Uh, the Gaming and Collecting Podcast is made on Anchor Podcast, and you can find us on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly Ooh. Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, you Spooky. can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram and on Good Pods. 
And the episodes usually show up on YouTube. I'm kind of behind. I'll get... I'm working on it. It, it takes time, so... Yeah. No. Don't rush. <laughs> Excuse me. Life is crazy. Yeah. But anyways, guys, thanks for joining us again, and we will see you all next time. Woo! Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Yep. Right. We'll see you. see you guys later. Hopefully Bill doesn't sound phlegmy next time. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, yeah, the next time you're going to be over. So the next time you hear us, we will be in my apartment. So Same, same room with your wonderful cat. <laughs> yes, so you'll probably hear a Tilly cameo. So look forward yep. to that. Woohoo! <laughs> all right. All right, guys, we'll see you all later. See you later. All right, bye. Bye.